You are listening to Baseball Zealot Radio. Okay, welcome to Baseball Zealot Radio. My name is Tom Nelsop, and I'm coming to you from uh, Urbana, Illinois. Welcome to the show. Thanks for downloading us. It is April 6, 2008, and we have Chuck Lucas coming from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, welcome to the, the show. Um, What's going on? Tom, um, we haven't talked in a while. How you been? Yeah, it's been a long time. Glad to have you uh, on the show. And, Glad uh, to be here. Baseball's back. Yeah. And from PSPA, we have uh, Todd Ventresca. Todd, how's it going? Going okay. A little, little whoop you. tonight. Yeah, I heard you uh, just came back. Just from got off the field doing a doubleheader. Doubleheader, huh? How'd yeah. that go? Oh, it went fine. But, you know, I'm early in the season. Yeah, I was, little, think, I was no. thinking of asking the same question, no, John. Did no, you? no, no. It's smooth. Well, that's smooth, then. You didn't, you, you didn't, you didn't uh, get upset or anything, huh? Nope. <laughs> nope. This, is, this is high school that you are jumping? College. Today right? was uh, college. Was it? What, oh, okay. what division? Division three. Three? You're working, you're working yeah. your way up, right? You were doing high school, right? You're still doing high school. You're doing, doing high school. Yep. Okay. And does yep. D3 have one ump or multiple umps? Two umps. Two umps. Dark. Okay. 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 High school, yeah. two umps also, or one ump, depending, right? Uh, varsity is always two. Yeah, I mean, depending. That's what I meant, depending. Right. Very good. Very good. Well, very well cool. the Buckos won today, huh? So that must make you happy. The Buckos won with their uh, eight-headed monster lineup in there. <laughs> Niger, here, here was the lineup today, and this team scored nine runs, more than they've scored in the last few games. Niger Morgan leading off in center. Luis Rivas at short. Nate McLeod in left. Ryan Doman catching. Nady in right. Doug Mankiewicz at first, Ooh. Jose Bautista at third, Chris Gomez at second, and Phil Dumatre, the pitcher, Dumatre. Doug Mankiewicz still have that? Really Does Mankiewicz still have that baseball or no? From the 04 series, that's the question. No, no, that was resolved. Was it? As soon as it became public, it became resolved, yeah. And it's you know, Nobody Actually, told us. I think uh, it's in the Hall of Fame. It was there for a nobody, while. Okay. Nobody told Russell that they're not playing a doubleheader today, huh? That was the last Well, you know what? Rest the guys in the first game of the doubleheader. Or... I'll tell you what. I'm glad to see this lineup today because in years past, when you have Jason Bay and, you know, and last year, especially with Adam LaRoche, these guys weren't hitting. They were still playing every single day. You know, I mean, Bay looks horrible again at the plate. I am really disappointed there. The Roche looks awful. He, had, he don't have a hit yet. Well, he got a hit his first two times up, I think, this year, and hasn't had one since. Bay, Bay's got, I think, two hits. He's walked about eight times, six, six, six or seven times maybe. But he, he's not hitting at all again, you know. So the guy's a hit. The one thing that does kind of confuse me is they have a, a second baseman playing shortstop and a shortstop playing second base. <laughs> you know what? That Teddy, Teddy Ballgame was saying the same thing when I told him that Wilson. They got, got Rivas is short and Gomez right, right. is second. Hey. Well, not just that. And uh, Sanchez came up as a shortstop too, right? Originally, at least in the minors, he played shortstop, but even Teddy's play not playing again. This is his second day out of the lineup. He's been having problems with uh, his right shirt that plagued him all spring training in. Uh, Right. He aggravated it again the other night. There's nothing torn. 
it's just all inflammation in there, and they're having, you know, trying to get it worked out. So, so we breaking up the bucks now. Bucks are back. Being smell breaking up nice the bucks because they're at five hundred. Ten strikeout performance by Snell, huh? <laughs> and no walk. Well, I, you know, yeah. you know what I think. I, I came to the realization. I know, you know, one week does not a baseball season make. No. But um, I'm going with the old. The NL Central is going to be super competitive and much better than everybody thinks, and. The AL Central, where my boys are at, the Sox are going to be not that good. You well, know, you got, uh, you got, you got two teams that are going to turn, and the rest, you know, will be the bottom, bottom of, the, of the division. I mean, that, and the they'll, they'll American League or the National, the bottom. I mean, that's that's all there's to. I told Teddy Ballgame that that the Indians and the Tigers will be up there, and they'll compete. I think the Tigers will eventually win and win out, but. Uh, the rest, you know, who knows? Yeah. Well, you know, hindsight, it's not really hindsight, but five games in. Right. Um, I know you play 162, but I'd be concerned if I was a Tiger fan right now. That's true. I'd be concerned. Because pitching's not pretty hitting. bad. Someone said that. And, the pitching's and, bad and the hitting's not good. Yeah, so. no, I'd be right, right. No but part of it is, uh, no team, that, no team that has won, that's lost the first four games of the season has gone on and won the World Series. Yeah. Was that right? The last two days they right. lost the first four? Right. How about five now? Well, it's five now, but yeah. But, but that, already, especially with the leadoff over tonight. Can be made. Did so. he? Did Nick, Nicky switch? What did you say about yeah. Dontrell for a minute there, Ted? He was awful yesterday. Right. Uh-huh. He was awful. Yeah, he, he wasn't like look sharp. Seven walks. He was pitching a no-hitter until the sixth inning. Yeah, but he had seven walks. Right, right. That's yeah. a good, you know, it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Can't think of the uh, the White Sox pitcher in about uh, who had, had the, the twelve walks. Joe Colley. Uh, Joe Colley. Like Joe Colley. Yeah. yeah. Joe Colley. Yeah. Back in '86, you walked. Yeah. yeah, at least I was close to double digits. So you you know gave up two runs, almost lost the game. Right? <laughs> it was a three-two yeah. win. Yeah. It reminds me of uh, I won the only no hitter which I actually attended uh, when I was a kid. Jim Maloney walked like nine or ten against the Cubs. For the Reds. A kid, I went there. I went yeah. there like with the right. boys' club outing. Sure. Every time I looked, there was guys on base. <laughs> I didn't even know it was a no-hitter until I got home. Right. I was like, hey, it was, hey, it was a no-hitter, sure, okay. Sure. Pretty cool. But. Now, is it me, or, or do you think that there are a lot of catchers doing doing well this first week, hitting-wise? And we got you know, pretty, AJ. AJ. Um, Dolman. Kendall. Brian Dolman. 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 Kendall's hitting well. Uh, they had yep. a couple homers. Um, it just seems, it just seems that way last I, night that... That's a fair amount of catchers who are doing pretty well, I think. Still, you have a job, though? Not really, right? But why not still in there for Pittsburgh? Uh, well, they've played like six Doman, games. They've played six games. Doman's played four. Okay, well. well but, yeah. What do they say? You, you tell me. What does it look well, like to you? <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Well, yeah. They, have a, like they haven't come out and said anything, but, I mean, <laughs> actions speak louder than words, I right, think. And, sure. Uh, Bad cleanup today. That doesn't happen too often for a catcher. In fact, probably could be, without going through all the box scores, I'd have to wager. Could he be the only catcher batting in that spot in baseball? Probably right now. I don't know. Guys think another guy. Well, heard, um, uh, where's Victor been hitting? Yeah, he probably would be. Yeah, he probably would be. Yeah, that's true. He would probably bat for I heard, I heard Victor Martinez. Hand, I heard Molina yeah. about a cleanup, and I, Who did I, that? I, I didn't verify it. Molina, Benji Molina. Benji. Benji. Or Yadier, which one? 
Benji. I don't think it would be Yadier. It could be, uh, could be Benji. Well, I know, but hey, you never know with LaRusso. Maybe he had the <laughs> pitcher fifth and he was going to start up higher now. Because Yost has been hitting the pitcher eight. But, Maybe uh, he's got to move him up higher. Right, right. But one thing we talked about, I know earlier in the week you guys had mentioned about, uh, how, uh, the Brewers are, I don't know if they did it today, but they were batting the pitcher eighth. Is that still, uh, still did it? Happened? Let me check yeah. here. Did he do it today? No, he did. Yeah, Sheets hit eighth. Kendall hit ninth again. Uh, Bill James got a new book out. Not that he needs any more publicity, and he no. did comment about that phenomenon. And I think I think it was in that book where I read it, where he basically said it didn't make any difference. Yeah. Which I still, I, I don't know. What, what's his feeling? Just, he can basically shuffle the lineup and it doesn't matter, or that? No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't like Im- negatively impact. Okay. I was thinking that just the fact yeah. that the pitcher who was the worst hitter in the lineup got up there. Theoretically, a few more times a year that that would be bad for the lineup. You know, when you talk about the idea, right. but um, yeah, but you know what it does though. All it does is you know it it puts some more pressure on your your seventh place hitter. Now he's not going to see. Uh, you know, they got JJ Hardy hitting seventh. I mean, he's not going to see pitches now like he was last year. I no, wouldn't think that's true. Uh, it depends when those guys come up too. If it comes up and you get you go through, you know, you're up six up six down. Well, they're probably not. No, they walk them. They no, they depends. You know. No, all I'm saying is he's just not going to see the pitches. Of course, you know. I, you, who knows? I'm just saying it. It, it certainly would just seem like if he had a, a regular guy hitting behind him instead of a pitch. It's like eighth place hitters. You know, a lot of times eighth place hitters, you know, they get pitched around a lot, even though they're right. hitting eighth reason. But you know, there are times they. And the same thing's going to happen with Hardy, I would think. So. Well, Brewers, sir. Here's, here's something for you guys. Ray Durham yeah. is Ray Durham is batting cleanup. Yeah, I saw that. Well, oh my God! Just, it only tells me how, how poor bad. the Giants are. Yeah. No offense, sir, Tom. That oh. tells me how poor oh that my team God. is. Well, now you know why I picked them to have the worst record. Right now, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like an yeah. That, that should be. <laughs> Well, the only thing they're saving grace is they do have a pretty good, uh, at least with Kane and Lincecum, they got two pretty good pitchers. Right, so right, they do. They might boy. be able to, you know, they might be able to hold their own that's, in the, the sixty-one bad. mark. That's bad. They might win sixty something with those two guys. Oh, they still uh, have yeah. the worst record. Thank you. I still right. think. They have the worst Chuck, record. Yeah, I think Chuck, so. not the rub in or anything though. Ryan Braun, three more hits today, another homer. Well, I love Ryan. I never, never dissed him. You know, I'm not. I, I know you didn't. I said. <laughs> It's just, not to rub it in or anything. Just to no, for know. this season, I got it. It's yeah, he's number two. Oh, he's a hitter. He's a masher. What can I say? You know, there's always another time for me. There's always other players. You sure, never know. Sure. Life goes yep. on, as they say. But yeah, Milwaukee five and one. He was a Cub fan or not concerned at all with Milwaukee Brewers? Time? I was. I was very concerned when we were playing them. Yes. Um, <laughs> I think. I think we'll do. We'll. We'll do okay. I was a little concerned the first three games, but um, we came back against Houston yesterday. We beat a we're getting back on track. I got to tell you, I know people think Sox fans are only bitter, hateful people that despise all cubby things, and maybe that's You're true, not? but I'm trying to be objective, though. <laughs> Brewers got a better lineup than you guys do right now, I think. Uh, maybe not defensively, but certainly offensively. Okay. I, I think they do. Now it comes down to the pitching. Um, Brewers, if they stay healthy, Ben Sheets is a big if. I think the rotation is certainly comparable. 
And I think actually the Brewers have a better rotation because I don't think Ted Lilly can put together two good years. Um, Sembrano, pretty good. And uh, it comes down to the pen. I think I'll give you this. I think Wood shows a propensity to be a better closer than Kanye at this point. But it's well, early. Yeah, after after that opening day fiasco, he's really settled down. Yeah, he right. He hasn't yeah. given anything since right. then. But he. Right. Well, that brings up an interesting. The talk shows here, at least the score was really. Uh, they raised the debate about you know bringing in your closer in a non-closed situation. What do you guys think of that? Is that? Uh, I, I agree. Um, no, don't talk to me about closers. They're relief pitchers. They can pin. Yeah, I, I hate relief pitchers. <laughs> you know, funny, yeah, I, uh, overrated. It's the most overrated thing in baseball. You know what's you know what's changed? I, I, I totally segue in my pension for baseball history. I picked up a week ago a complete um, 1957 World Series Game Three, which oh, is one you? of the one of one or two oldest games I think recorded in its entirety, uh-huh. and. I don't even know who won the game in, and don't tell me if you know. I'm sure you don't, but you might you can look it up, I know. Right. But the thing that struck me, at two-thirds of, the, of an inning, the first inning, they pulled Bob Buell. I think he gave up only three runs. But I was thinking, back in those days, you know, the bullpen guys were all starters. They put in, like, Juan Pizarro, who started a few games. They put it, you know, very rarely. He didn't, obviously, he didn't have any relief specialists. So that might change. You know, I think... It's funny because managers, I think, are much more patient with starters, at least like for the first five, six innings. Right. But then they pull them like much faster in the later innings where I think back in the 50s they had a much quicker hook when they got in trouble early, but then they tended to leave them in longer for more complete games. It's kind of a, right. you know, an anomaly or whatever you want to call it, but it's kind of a weird you guys thing. are relief pitchers for a reason. That's all I got to say. Back then they were. They weren't able to – they weren't the best – you know, they they today. The most, of these guys, most of the guys today are relief pitchers, too, because they can't get through a lineup more than one time. But look what the Cardinals are doing. They've done, like, for two straight years now, they're pulling guys like Wellmeyer and Braden Looper and guys that had pitched, like, primarily only in relief, and sure. they pulled them in. And Wainwright, for that matter, too. They've just gone contrary to a lot of different theories, saying an arm is an arm is an arm, and they sure. just pull them back to the rotation, which I kind of like. I like that. And so far, the Cardinals are, they're also 5-1, and one, are they not? The Cardinals are, uh, I think, a little surprised to everybody right now. Yes, they are. Yeah. They got another shutout today. They beat Washington 3-0. Yeah. Three right. Right. Well, Duncan, and, you know, uh, I remember uh, your, your brother, uh, Todd, was always mm-hmm. talking about Leo Mazzoni in the Hall of Fame. Another guy, Dave Duncan, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, he's put together some tremendous really staffs. Yeah. Over the years, just uh, Duncan's you know. done it more than one place. Leo hasn't, so true, right? And Leo's is he he's still at Baltimore, right? Or, or no? Yeah, uh, I think he got the hook last year. Didn't I thought he did oh, too. Did now that I think of it, yeah, I don't know if he, yeah, okay. it's hard to, yeah, I, I thought can't remember. When, uh, who was the manager? He Where? got fired. and They brought in Perlazzo, right? Or Trombley? Perlazzo was the manager. He got fired, That's right. and That's they right. got Trombley as the manager, right? That's right. I think he maybe just finished out the season, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And then he, he's, I wonder, if, I can't believe he's not picked up somewhere, but, yeah, good point. Yeah. He's done it more than one place. But you know, I was going to say, it, it, no, you know, if, if you or I or Tom had a staff with Maddox and Smoltz and Glavin, Glavin. I think we'd have looked pretty good too. Sure, yeah. Oh, and Avery when he was healthy or and Avery, young. Yeah. I, well, true. He darn good ourselves as pitching. Yeah, I mean, you know, he don't get hurt. Who knows what his career would? I mean, sure, that guy yeah. can pitch. 
Well, interesting. Yeah. I don't think he was. I'm looking it up right now. Um, Leo was not the pitching coach for Bobby Cax in Toronto, I don't believe. No, so. I don't believe he no. was either. And I don't think he was the original coach for. Might not have been, but he does get credit for. Well, you know, how much of that is with Maddox, Glavin, and Smoltz? Could some of that have been Mazzoni still, in fairness to him? I don't know. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, Keeping their focus. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I'm not taking anything away. I'm just saying, you have three Hall of Fame pitchers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah October 12, yeah. October 12, 2007, the Orioles fired Mazzoni with one year left on his contract, so maybe he's just enjoying the fruits of getting a check, and he'll be back somewhere right. next yeah. year probably. Now, speaking so. of the Cardinals, how about Rick? I don't think this is a gimmick anymore. <laughs> he had a start right. today. Did yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah he cranked another one out. Two he's batting. Today. It's right in the middle of the lineup, I think, too, doesn't he, Ted? I think he's right. He's hitting second today. Oh, really? I saw him the other night. He was hitting fifth, but today he was hitting second. And they moved Ludwig into the fifth spot today. Yeah. Yeah, but also the outfielders they have. I don't Well, you know, again, who knows? I mean, we don't know what Washington's all about, but they swept Washington. But Washington and, you know, won. they get they get seven innings, no runs from Kyle Loesch today. <laughs> I mean, right. that's, must have went the mass today. He started off. He started off pretty good last year, if I remember, at Cincinnati. He was yeah, Loesch did, I believe. Right. I've never been so. too impressed with him. You have not been. No. No, I'm not either, but. <clears throat> You know, I think there are the guys that that come on at the end of the year. But he went seven innings. Seven innings. You know, Teddy Ballgame has got uh, the Reds and a couple of different bets, I guess, down in beautiful Vegas. I'll say say Vegas because it's illegal to bet anywhere else, correct? Right. But um, interesting enough, the Reds are playing pretty good, too. That's what what I tell you, Tom. You get the Reds, Brewers. Cubs, certainly the Astros aren't going anywhere after what I've seen this weekend. Right, right. No, the Astros, Pirates aren't going anywhere. Yeah. Well, you got to play Jeff Blum. I, I love Jeff Blum for game three of the, 80, the 2005 series, <laughs> of course. But when you got to play Jeff Blum at third, and you got Erskine at first. I saw right. it up for him last year. Um, you got some issues. but uh, And the Bucks are good enough that they can have a defensive uh, first baseman in Kavich just to hang out and <laughs> start on Sundays and come in late, I guess. huh? Right, I well, I don't think you really have to worry about pulling Adam LaRoche for defense. No, he's decent. Yeah, he's decent. He's oh, yeah. pretty oh, good. Yeah. So why do they have him? Why do they have Linkiewicz? That's maybe Linkiewicz? Yeah. I think they brought him in for his for some leadership. You know, again, I don't know how tangible. Oh, him and Matt things. Morris, huh? Together for the leadership. Yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> Morris. Jeez, I tell you. What a waste. Ten million dollars. Unbelievable. So can the Bucks um, can the Bucks get, get the five hundred? Okay, Chuck. Can the Bucks get the five hundred this year? Uh, can I think they? They'll be improved. Will they? Will I, they? I, I think. Well, not if Bay and LaRoche don't turn it around. There's no way in heck they can do it. Right. Okay. And and if they can't turn it around, I think the other key would be uh, Paul Mahalam. If if you know they can get a third guy back and, here to the pick consistently. Jason Bain. Well, that's what I said, Bay and LaRoche. Oh, I, I said if they it, don't turn it around, forget it. Right, yeah. Yeah, forget it. There's yeah. no hope. Yeah, and yeah. the other thing that'll do is, you know, they've they they've hedged their bets on Jason Bay having a good year so right. that they can dump him. 
and pick up a lot of prospects. Sure, I mean, sure. that's the plan, and, and they're, they've been kind of open about it, too. Right. And that's one of the reasons why they didn't do the move in the off season with anybody, because he wasn't at his uh, top market value, and they didn't feel that uh, trading him at that point in time would have been worth it. They couldn't have got back what they felt was a fair market value for the guy. The only flaw with that strategy, Todd, is the guy has to come out with a good year now. Comes out with oh, exactly. Oh, well, crap year again. You're, you're, you know, well, well it's kind of like the Sox and Creedy. The Sox, probably the, one of the best things so far that probably have happened to the Sox is the fact that they couldn't move Joe Creedy in the spring, and they were they made no bones about him being traded. And I was glad that he wasn't because hey, you know, I don't understand trade. why would they why would they want to trade the guy? Well, he's a free agent after this year, right? And of course, the Sox have their preconceived notion that they. Will not deal with the Boris agent, the player who was represented by Boris. So, oh, is he Boris? Yeah. Do you think that 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 attitude is changing among GMs nowadays? That they don't want to deal with you know Boris a Boris player anymore. And the 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 White Sox are the only uh, the White Sox are the only team that statedly won't deal with him, which is ridiculous. Right. And I don't and I don't think it's Kenny Williams. I think it's more Jerry Reinsdorf. I think you're right. Yeah. And I don't think you know, these days you can't take that attitude. It's a case so you if you can. could say you could say, We don't think we're gonna sign Creedy because we have Josh Fields yeah. waiting to play third, that's right. okay. You can't just knee jerk reaction say, We're not dealing with Scott Boris. Well I'll tell um, you what, last year in the in the in the draft uh, in June, I believe that the the old Pirates regime that was definitely a factor because they had that third pick in the switch any catcher from Georgia or Georgia Tech, Matt Weeders. Yeah. I mean, he was, and the Pirates blatantly skipped him, and the reason was Scott Boris was his agent. Really, take him, and they drafted no. this left-handed pitcher out of Clemson, Daniel Moskoff, who. Frankly, didn't impress at all. I seen him uh-huh. pitch a couple times in a college World Series last year, and right. you know he wasn't very good. I read a little. I read a little blurb in Baseball America. Uh, they're. I won't say they were trashing. I'm kind of segueing over to Billy Bean, but the genius that is Billy Bean. They were talking about how. Um, Do you guys read Moneyball? I'm, I'm assuming you guys did. Or I never read it. the. I book. never, had never did. But they, no. well, they were talking about a catcher there, Jeremy Brown. I guess who played might have actually made it to the, the majors. Briefly, he had great, you know, great walking ability and all that fun stuff. But uh, they paid like, was it three hundred fifty thousand to sign him in the draft because they, they slotted him higher, where other scouts said he would have gone for like five thousand dollars. In fact, he retired, I think, in the off season. That was like twenty six or seven. Uh-huh. So, you know, they were they were kind of casting a little few aspersions on uh, Billy Bean's reign too. But I, you know, yeah, I don't. It's interesting to hear you say that the Pirates didn't want to deal with Boros either, and I don't know how many other teams I, are I saying heard that. Well, that was the that was the old regime. The same thing. So that was the old regime. So I don't yeah. I don't know how the new regime feels about it, but I do know. I mean, you know, they were saying that he wanted this big bonus and this and that. You know, it was like three four million dollars, blah blah blah. Well, then the Orioles drafted him and he ended up signing for well, half of what everybody was pick, saying. Right, Todd. Right, I'll pick first round. Yeah. He ended up well, being the first that's, pick that's how you draft. play the game, right? I mean, you, you, you do you do that. But I'm saying he ended up signing with Baltimore sure, for right. half what the rumor was. So right. So I mean, the part, and that's just how screwed up they were. Exactly. And, you know, right. Yeah. So well, I tell you what, I couldn't. I, I would. I would not ever 
tell my fan base that we just simply knee-jerk are not dealing with Mark Boris. I would no, me either. Try no. everything. I would say we weren't able we're to come to an agreement with him, whatever it might be. I know they're trying. Exactly. Kenny yeah. Williams. Kenny Williams, if he's not anything else, is certainly a, a really brutally honest general manager, and sometimes it's not always in his best interest uh-huh, to be yeah. that uh-huh. to be that honest or you know forthright, let's say, instead of uh-huh. honest. But anyway, yeah, the Boris. Uh, I don't know. It's, it seems to have been. Cha- but you know what? Uh, yeah, I guess well, look at the A Rod situation. <laughs> right. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, that's true. Basically, A Rod, you know, he 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 kicked them out and right. negotiated the deal with the Yankees on his own. So at the end of the day, was the incorrect move by Boris. But at the end of the day, Eric got his dough. You know? Yeah, he did. Yeah. I mean, so you know what? Just like uh, with the. Oh, I know. But you know. Andrew Jones, Andrew Jones got his dough. You know, they were saying he was another uh-huh. Boris representative. So, I don't know. What I guess yeah. if you're a player, um, I, I don't know. He'd be a guy I would turn to because he certainly puts fear in the hearts of the owners. So, you know, and what do we, you know? What do we care as fans? I mean, we sort of do because prices go up, and then the average cost of a game now at U.S. Cellular, I think, behind the plate is like fifty bucks. I'm not talking uh-huh. about you know seats like second row seats. I'm talking about you know. 150 rows back, it's like 50 bucks now. Sure. Mm-hmm. The Pirates came up with a thing this year. Now, if you wanted to include, you can buy your ticket to the game, and now they're also selling a concession ticket where you can pay, and I heard the price, it was $35, and it's all you can eat while you're at the game. Oh, really? Is it eat yeah. or drink that, or ball or just eat? Eat is what I heard. And yeah, is there I don't, any, I don't know. any limitations to this at all, or is it really all you can eat? Well, that's how they're advertising. Okay, because I know so there are some, you know, all you, you know, it might just, unlimited, yeah, I, you know, uh, products, but then they have like the, the, the small print, and I'm sure it includes. It's this, probably this like a product, 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 but not the whole, not exactly, you know. It's probably the hot dogs. I don't think it's from any of the. See, at PNC, they also have local businesses in there, right? Also, okay. You know, serving their food. So sure, I, I don't. Sure. I just think it. It is for the stadium vendor food. Okay. You, you know what I'm saying? Right. 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 Yeah. So this is probably like hot dogs, hamburgers, nachos, uh, who knows, cotton candy or right, whatever, right. you know, buffling. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give that idea, the credit for that idea I think comes from the, uh, the rooftop owners at Wrigley. Cause that, oh, yeah. they're the first people that I know, you know, I mean, I don't know how many years ago I went to the first rooftop through work and, you know, in those days it was like 75 or 80 bucks for the ticket for the rooftop and then all beverages and food were free. Oh, is that right? So you can, yeah, so that might be an offshoot of that, but I mean, for 75 and now it's sure. like about 125 for that, for one. But, uh, I don't know. It's, but your, your ticket prices are pretty reasonable in Pittsburgh, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, I know. They, I, I could buy an eight pack, they, they advertise, and, and I, it's tough for me to do with umpiring and everything in the summer to commit. Right, to, right. But, you know, basically, and with how easy it is to get tickets here, I just right. do it. But they, I can get an eight pack of tickets. You buy eight games, you get two games for free. I can get wow. them out on the left field grandstand. It would cost me seventy two dollars. That's awesome. nine dollars a yeah. ticket oh, for man. eight games, really? two free. Comes out to you know just over seven bucks. A- that's like 
three dollars more so than, a co- than than the, what I pay for a University of Illinois game. Like, you yeah. Know, what do you What do you pay? Well, I actually what I have go go Illini card card. I pay fifty bucks for a year, and it's free free from then on. But if I didn't, it would be six bucks a game. God, really? Yeah. Hmm. But, well, uh, yeah. But for all that entertainment, I mean, where else could you get a good rest for two hours? <laughs> oh, Chuck. Oh, That's man. what I like. you got to come down for an Illini. Sorry, I would. I, you I, really do. Before maybe we went live. Up, maybe I'll come before, up for a Northwestern game when they play. Well, before Illini. we went live, Todd, I actually was talking college baseball, and I had heard that uh, Wisconsin still, well, this would be all of the both. Wisconsin football, doesn't have a team. They're the only one in the Big Ten that does not have a team, right? The only one in the Big Ten that doesn't have a team, yeah. I was just telling Tom that Oregon just hired some hotshot coach. Yeah, I'm so I surprised was that Cal was actually talking college baseball. I was for a few minutes. Uh, I think they hired a guy from Cal State Fullerton, maybe. I don't know, the guy that was in the College World Series a couple of years back. But uh, they're <laughs> going to revive the program after 10 or ten or 12 years, I think. I'm sure they feel the pressure with Oregon State. How does Wisconsin not have a baseball team? Yeah, they have not had one ever they're since I've been college, college baseball. Amazing. It is something amazing. to do with Title Nine, right? Something to do with Title Nine, or it might have to oh, be. it yeah. could be. A lot yeah. of schools have done stuff like that. But could you, you know, as a, as a conference, I don't know. You know, the conferences are kind of weird. Could you kind of right. lay a little pressure on them and saying, "Hey, you know, I want to compete in these four sports. If you don't right. have a team, quarter five or whatever." Sorry, no. I mean, baseball. Quite honestly, whenever I bring up the issue of baseball and taking it more seriously in Big Ten, you know, I from the people that know better, they just, you know, smirk, and they just think, ha, Big Ten doesn't take baseball seriously. <laughs> well, I was, so I was disparaging, don't. I was disparaging Billy Bean and maybe even Moneyball. The book was good, but you know what? Um, that book, I think, has done a lot for college baseball. Oh, has that's, it? Okay. Because that's Bean's, you know, the traditional thinking, of course, is always, you know, right. draft a kid out of high school, and we get them first, and we can mold them, but Bean... I think look specifically for college players. Right. So speaking, I think of college, college players. Um, do you realize Ricky, Ricky Weeks' brother Jamil Weeks for uh, plays for Miami? He has a ton of talent. Um, hitting over 400. He's got putting, got power. Um, he's he's got apparently got a very really good eye at the plate. And I guess the team is like is like 24 and two right now. Um, uh, that he plays for Miami. I can't wait till he gets to the majors. As long as if, if he if he's got a good head on on his shoulder, you know, I just I like to see him make it to the majors and see what he can do. That's a you what, know, player. What position that, does he uh, play? He um, plays you know? second base, just like uh, Ricky. Oh, yes, okay. Ricky, just like Ricky sometimes does. <laughs> well, I know I'm I know I'm going to amaze you that I'm even talking that we're even talking this much college baseball. But <laughs> seriously, John John Danks's brother is uh, I think a hot shot outfielder. Oh, is that right? With, uh, Texas, yeah, I think it was supposed to be going pretty high in the draft, supposedly. Right. But, so, um, yeah, there's but a, na- na- a couple of names uh, to keep Jordan Banks, on. that was who it is. Jordan, Jordan Banks. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, I think he is in, well, yeah, I don't know. It's come. Well, I think college baseball, I know I kid about it, but I mean, with the World Series and that, I mean, right. it's certainly a heck of a lot more in the spotlight than it was, you know, 15 <laughs> right. years ago. I, I like, I. And I don't know how long you want to go on this this thread this this thread of conversation, but I I enjoy watching college baseball as the game is different in in, in uh, comparison to like major league baseball. It's got definitely got less um, less power. Uh, it relies on <coughs> excuse me relies on um, uh, speed, uh, moving the runner along, uh, that kind of thing. And it, 
that doesn't that uh, probably doesn't doesn't uh, appeal to you know most people's uh, you know way of how baseball should be played. I like it. It's my kind of my kind of uh, baseball. But I and and it's 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 a it's a blast. I really enjoy watching it. Um, I like to see more people go attend games, especially here at the University of Illinois down south. If you go to a game down south, I hear, I hear that you know there are thousands of people go to each game, but uh, up here, up here, up north, it's not quite that not quite like that. Well, there was a rule change this year. See, yeah, I, I know more than yeah. what I, wasn't it. Basically, all schools had to start at the same start time. Start at the same now. time. Not a lot of people down south didn't care for the, care for that too. No, because they were well. If you look at the college World Series in the last. Sure few years, it's always dominated by southern teams, right. and northern teams who are involved always would go down south to play, uh-huh. you know, 10 games early. Are they all limited to the same number of games, more or less? I don't know. Um, well, now they are, since they, since they all start yeah. at the same time. I mean, right now, northern teams go down go down south to play, you know, their, their, their games first. Now, now the, uh, within the last week or so, the uh, the northern teams can start playing their home games, and and that uh, that's uh, uh, that's fun for me because I can see the University of Illinois play. That's right. That's and right. you are a fan, and uh, they're, they're sixteen and eight now. Uh, and they're starting their Big Ten Big Ten conference uh, season, and then uh, they're in second place, so they've been doing doing pretty pretty well in the Big Ten. I don't think they have a chance of catching uh, Michigan. Michigan is just, I believe they're still ranked. Um, but uh, I think they're 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 doing much better than I think that uh, anyone uh, would have expected. They were weren't they predicted to be like seventh in the conference, and now they're uh, they're they're just outperforming what anyone would have thought they would have done uh, so far this year. So I'm I'm excited. Uh, hey, it's good stuff. Did, uh, do, 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 do we put Todd to sleep? Todd, Almost. <laughs> yeah, there he is. Did you guys hear about Joel Joel Zamaya? Joel Zamaya? No. He's, his his new uh, new re- rehab assignment. He's, no. He's still playing. He's still playing a Guitar Hero. <laughs> no, it's not okay. Well, they said yesterday, actually, on the Sox game, that he was not uh, July at the earliest. Is what they're saying. Well, they maybe it may be longer than that. I saw some. Yeah, photos. it is. I, I think, saw uh, some photos of him playing playing Guitar Hero and. Uh, with some pretty young uh, females, and uh, I don't think he gives uh, gives a darn whether or not that uh, that was what caused the uh, uh, caused the injury or one injury in the in the past. Uh, but uh, how did Guitar Hero cause an injury? Oh, you didn't hear about that? I thought he hurt, hurt moving a box in his parents' attic when the, in San Diego when the fires were out there. Oh, that was Clint Barmas. No, that was a different different injury. Remember that that was Amaya. Yeah, no, no, we're I know. talking. It was uh, when uh, that was the reason why Zamaya missed the well, first two games of the playoffs was because it came out later that that he was playing Guitar Hero too much. You mean and, two years ago? Sorry, two years ago. And oh. and uh, he it, the repetitive strumming of the guitar caused the the uh, RSI injury in his in his hand. And it, it came out, <laughs> and so now he's still playing, playing the, 
Guitar Hero. I never actually played that before. My kids play it when we go to Best Buy, but <laughs> I don't see the attraction of the game myself. But apparently he really really likes the game. Oh, it's fun. He, I play it with yeah. my kids. Okay. Oh, it's a blast. It's a blast. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I'd play it if, if my salary depended upon it. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I think sometimes the guys, I can't imagine him getting injured, though, doing that. But, hey, anything could happen, I guess. I don't know. Well, that's kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Sox are going with the kind of non-proto, non-prototypical leadoff man. we got Nick Swisher leading off. Oh, come on. How, how can you say he's not a prototypical leadoff? <laughs> <laughs> he did walk six times in a row, though, between uh, Will. I was going to say, what's the number one job of a leadoff? Exactly. Oh, yeah, I know. Get on well, base. No, Get on speed-wise. Base. Speed-wise. Yeah, uh, Brian speed-wise. Downing. Brian Downing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's a good analogy. Yeah, Brian Downing is a very good analogy to him. Right. Mike Hargrove. The ball game was kind of questioning Nick Swisher's defense, but I tell you, they finally took the time to watch the complete Sox game yesterday. He made two very good plays in center. I don't I don't think his defense is that bad. Um, can't so, can't you know, be we're, any worse than Rob McCoyak. Well, that's what Ted had originally had compared him to, and I saw yesterday there was no comparison in my mind. Uh, Swisher yesterday ran with his back to the plate, full out, and <laughs> caught a ball up near the warning track, and then he came in, made a nice running sliding catch in the ninth inning yesterday. So, no, I'm a fan. I like uh, okay. Big Nick. Well, he should be. He should be, I think. I mean, I I, I like the guy. I mean, he's a, yeah. he's a decent no, I'm not the the decision. Good, good, just uh, the baseball I, Player hitter, um, I don't think he's a superstar, but I think he'll do just fine, you know, for the Sox. Now you're right, getting on base is the name of the game. If you get it the is. Guys, it you is. Know. I don't think it's, it's. I don't think it's out of place for him, you know, for for Swisher. And so, he's not, a, he's not a real speedy guy in terms of steals, but he'll do okay. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Uh, Soriano's a perfect example. He don't get on base. He don't have a high on no, base. He steals no. base. Just because you're fast and you steal bases right. doesn't make you a leadoff man. I'll take Swisher lean off that more more than I would Swisher. No, I'm, I'm Soriano. I mean, yeah. at least Swisher gets on base, and that's more important to me than to someone who can steal. Yep. But We'll see how it plays out. Although right. Jerry Owens will come back, and then uh, supposedly he might have that job, but we'll see. Well, yeah. Carlos Quentin is starting to make a name not a name for himself, but has done pretty good the last right. couple of days. So we'll see. So speaking, of Don, speaking of Don S, uh, did you, you guys got the, uh, the trivia question, right? Yes. Yeah, I didn't so get the I right. Was, what was the answer? Okay, I didn't well, I wasn't. Well, the Do it here for I didn't get the answer either, but here's the question. And oh, I, I have I, the I, answer. I've been, I can I've give been you a the good answer. boy, and I haven't looked it up yet. Um, when Barry Bonds played last year, he was the career leader among all active players in these three categories, on-base percentage, home run ratio, and run scored. Since he is not playing this year, who then are the new leaders in these same three categories? Hence, it's three different players. On-base, home run ratio, and run scored are the three categories. I wasn't even close. No, what, you, you, got, you got the answer? Oh, I know the answers. You, yeah. know the, you looked it up? I'm, mm-hmm. I've been good. I saw but one. Who, yes. Did, did somebody publish the answer or no? Or did you? Uh, Don did. Okay. I, I didn't see his Don answer. I think I saw John answer. <clears throat> anyway, do you want to well, know what the it? answers? What, you know, on, you know who, Chuck? Who, your guess for on base. Who did you guess? I don't know. I just saw John's answer, and I thought that one sounded <laughs> good. Frank 
I think it was Frank Thomas is what his it's, answer was, which sounded good to Frank me. Is, Frank is third and on base. Oh, really? That so was he Frank, wasn't yeah. Frank. Oh. Todd Helton. He is. Okay. Okay. In on base. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then homers. Uh, Home run boy. ratio. I have to say maybe, I'd say maybe Howard. Or, I guess. Well, I would assume there's some sort of uh, qualifi- yeah, qualification minimum. for at-bats. I'll guess Manny Ramirez. Uh, the leader is Jim Tomey. Tomey, really? Okay. Jim okay. Tomey and home run percentage, yep. And run scored? Run scored? He is, scored another one today um, on a home run. Ken Griffey Jr. Oh, okay. that makes sense, yeah. That, make, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And how about doubles? Here's my trivia. Who's the uh, active Gonzalez. leader in doubles? You should know that, Tom. If Gonzalez. you don't, then no. Sure. Right. Luis Gonzalez? Yep. Yeah. Is he? Okay. Yeah, huh. I knew he was up there. That's okay. just one thing he did real well. Yep, he's the leader now with BGO and Bonds retiring. Yeah. Very good. BGO, BGO was the active leader with 668. Right. He's got 500 and some, right? Yeah. Yeah. Played a couple the other night against the Pirates. Yeah. All right. So, guys, okay. you got, got anything else you want to say? Todd, you gonna, got anything you want to say to the fans out there? Nope. I, uh, no. What was your buckle? What was your buckle prediction? Any revised prediction? Or what do you got for the buckles for wins? Just do for these three teams maybe before we go. I'd like Possibly, to hear your... Possibly. They might hit low 70s. That's all your expectations are? You, you think, are? They'll, you think they'll improve for this year, right, right Todd? A few games, not much. I think they will, too. Not much. I don't think they'll hit 500. Chuck, Chuck, how about you? What's your prediction for the Sox? I'll put them at 84 and 78, and with, uh, they get things break out, break right, they could, they could, uh, contend for wild card. Okay. It's big ifs, it's though. A lot of big ifs in their pitching staff. Yeah. What's that? Not at 84 and 78. No, no, I'm not saying, Oh, okay. Right now is what I think they'll do, but if they get a break here and there, they could contend. I said, All right. not at eighty-four. That means you know, move up about five wins, and they could contend for a wild card. Eighty-nine should do it. Heck, the Cubs won their division with eighty-five wins. That's because I don't see them playing five hundred. Competitive but... division, Chuck. You know that. I don't. I think it's going to be. <laughs> I think. Yeah, yeah. I think it is going to be a tough division this year. Yeah. You say it, and I think it's true. I think Cincinnati's. <laughs> St. Louis, Milwaukee are all much improved, and Pittsburgh too, right. for that matter. So we'll see. Well, what about for the Cubbies? Cubby I'm, Blue. I'm a I'm a homer when it comes down to predictions. So I'm I'm predicting to go to the World Series. There's no doubt about that. Um, but if you want a t- truly objective prediction, I, I think I think they're going they're going to win. Oh God. Um, 115 games? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, no. when, it comes, when it comes down to predictions, Cub fans are typically like the classic Saturday Night Live skit yeah, right. about, the, about the Bulls and Bears. So, <laughs> Sox fans are usually pessimistic. No. So, I'll, I'll, just, I think they'll win, they'll win, they'll win a 87, 88 wins. And they'll win the division because it is such a competitive, competitive division. Um, and I, I think they will. I don't It'll see where a, they improve their pitching, though. I gotta say, my only, my only right. dissent, and of course it's your prediction, Fukudome, nice, nice pickup for sure. Yeah. But I'm not sure where they, although Jack Jones is still starting for the yeah. World I, Series, yeah, 2008 yeah. future World Series champion Tigers, if you hear all the Yeah, I season. saw that, yeah. 
He he was but, playing uh, Notre Dame, yeah. Yeah, and it sounds like uh, the Sox fans in 2006. That's right. So that was what you were waiting to unload on me, huh? That's, well, no, this is media, media anointed. I'd much rather have. It was just, it was just, you know, it was a given. We won nine, we did win nine, did win 90 games. That's the one thing people forget. They say it was such a right. disappointment. They did win 90 games. And, no, I know, no, no, I agree. It wasn't, I agree the goal is to make the playoffs, but I, my right. point is only, you know, the Cubs made it with 85 wins last year. The Sox won 90 in 06. People think it's a abysmal failure. Hey, they were, they played fine. They just said, right. you know. Teams, teams I played them, that's all. So, I'll take 90 wins most seasons. I don't know what that does for the wild card. Does that get you? It depends. You know, American League lately, it hasn't gotten you much. But Depends on the AL East. I think so. It yeah. does, and that, that does look down this year. Or maybe Toronto looks up, and certainly Tampa Bay. It's early, you know, but they've, they. I, I could see scenarios where both Toronto and, and Tampa continued playing very well. Sure. So, we'll see. That's what makes it fun. That's why they play the games. All right, you've been listening to Baseball Zealot Radio. If you want to send us an email, uh, our email address is feedback at Baseball Zealot Radio. You can give us a call. To our voicemail number is 217-883-4571. Check out our blog, thebaseballzealot.com. Uh, we've got some predictions out up, up there. Check them out. Todd and I did, and a few other people did some predictions. And just some uh, other real random stuff. Uh, I do some coverage for the Illini baseball team and just some other pretty cool stuff. So I think that'll be it. Maybe we'll be back in next week. Well, maybe we'll be back in a couple weeks. But we'll be uh, definitely we'll be here. So uh, we'll be talking to you later. Bye-bye.